0: Mindset, a daily dose of practical wit and wisdom with a professional educator and trainer, Amazon best selling author, United States Marine, television and radio host, Paul G. Markle. Each episode will focus on positive and productive ways to strengthen your mindset and help you improve your relationships, career goals, and overall well being. Please welcome your host, Paul G. Markle.
1: Hello, hello. Welcome back to Morning Mindset. And I've got something to talk about today. And this was in this. Topic was inspired by uh, the inspiration came from a conversation that I've had with a, a very good friend, a friend that I've known for probably uh, going on 20 years now, if not 20, close to 20. And I was frustrated be, and I reached out to my friend with my frustration because I knew that he could, he would understand. I knew that he could empathize with me uh, because he had had the same thing in his life. And something that is, unique to our current situation in the world, uh, whereas you wouldn't have experienced it 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, whatever. Uh, 40 years ago, or actually by, by not quite 30 years ago, almost going on 30 years ago, when I started writing, and when I mean writing, I mean typing, You know, sh- putting your words on paper, mailing, shipping those papers uh, and those photographs off in, in envelopes, to the, the publishing house in New York uh, or wherever the publishing house was. Most of the main publishing houses were in New York, but there were some in California and so forth. Chicago is the other one. Shipping stuff off. Write an article. I would, I would write an article, whether it was a, an op-ed piece or whether it was a product review or whether it was a training piece or whatever, an educational piece. You write the article and then... A month later, two months later, three months later, whatever, it shows up in print, in a magazine, on the on the shelves, on the stands, and it's out there. And as the right as the uh, the writer, the author, you don't interact or you didn't interact with the people who read your story, right? Uh, because number one, they had no way to reach out to you. The only way, if someone either really super loved a story or they absolutely hated the the article, and they hated it to the point that they felt the need to write a letter to the editor. And this was actually back when letters to the editor were letters, where people sat down with paper and pens or typewriters, then they folded them up, stuffed them into an envelope, put a stamp on them, and sent them via mail. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine all the Karens and Kyles? Uh, how, how Well, there would be a lot fewer Karens and Kyles. Maybe that's a topic for another show. Uh, if they actually had to sit down and formulate a physically generated letter, actual paper, in an actual envelope, there'd be a lot fewer Karens and Kyles in the world complaining about things if they actually had to put in the physical effort to create the complaint. But my point is this, when I started writing, you know, for various magazines and periodicals and so forth, if somebody didn't like the article and they wrote a letter, I just read Paul's article and he's a dumb, dumb and a doo-doo head and I don't like what he said and he's absolutely wrong, blah, 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 blah. I never saw it because it didn't go to me. It would go to New York or Chicago or California and most of the time it was New York. It would go to New York. And the assistant editor, or the associate editor, or maybe even an intern editor, or whatever would get it. And they're like, mm, da, da, da. okay, nothing valuable in there, just somebody complaining, and it's gone. Uh, the and let me let me. Do you guys know how and why letters to the editor got printed? You guys want to know an industry insider trick? Letters to the editor. Those that were chosen and printed were done so for one of two reasons. Well, they were always done for one reason. That was to increase the circulation of the magazine. That's, that's the only reason why an editor would choose to print a letter to the editor. They do it because either it cheerleads the magazine, either it say, I just read... Johnny, you know, Jones's article about the XYZ, and I couldn't agree more. That was a fantastic article, and I shared it with all my friends, and I cut it out, and I put it in a frame, and it's up on my wall. And they put that in there because it shows a third party. That's a third-party endorsement of their product. Okay, that's what that is. Now, if it was a, hey, I don't like blah, 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 and I think this is better, they print that because they want to generate talk or buzz uh, about and that buzz always leads back to the magazine because they say well you know I really you know such and such said this and I think he said it better than this guy and then what then you're generating is you're generating buzz or what in the wrestling world heat they're giving you some heat Uh, but most often the authors I just, I mean, very rarely, it was extremely rare situation where an editor would take the time to uh, let me know, tell me about an art, a letter that was written, you know, uh, or somebody read your article and they wrote it and they said blah, blah, blah. Uh, the only time that would actually happen is if there was a technical clarification that needed to be made, and they are like, you said this, but it seems like you meant that. You know, did you really mean this or did you really mean that? I'm like, yeah. I clarify. Okay. Well, that was the old school. Now, thanks to the wonders of socialist media, anybody, any Kyle or Karen who has a problem can not only reach out to the publication, but they can reach out to the show. And I have a show. And we have an info at address. And we have socialist media accounts. And so what will happen frequently is Kyle's and Karen's will write in and they will, you know, I totally disagree and you're a doo doo head and you're dumb and you don't know what you're talking about. Where and I don't normally see these things, but every once in a while I do. And I saw one recently and it wasn't horrible. And they weren't, they weren't actually telling me that I was a doo doo head or stupid or whatever. But they, it was seemed really obvious that this person who wrote this comment had taken a 5,000-mile round-the-world trip to miss the point. You ever know anybody like that that, that seems like like they got on a, a a slow steamship and went around the world just to miss the point? Like, how, how you put so much effort into missing the point that if you'd have just closed your mouth and opened your ears, you probably would have gotten the point and you wouldn't be here right now. And that's what... I experienced I experienced somebody who obviously took a round the world trip to miss the point. They went out of their way, they went miles out of their way just to completely and totally miss the point. And I thought to myself, what how how do you do that? How do you get that? And I reached out to my friend and he said and he said what I knew. And I I mean I already knew this and I said, "What's the point?" And I was being frustrated. I was being frustrated and I said, I said, if people are going to go 100 miles out of their way just to miss the point, when the point that I brought up seemed really simple and straightforward. And he said to me, he goes, you know, we don't do what we do so that other people will uh, praise us for it. He goes, "We, we, we do what we do because we know that it's the right thing to do, regardless of whether or not everyone appreciates it. And regardless of whether or not everyone thanks us for it, we do what we do because it's the right thing to do. And based on our education, our training, and our experience, our decades upon decades of experience, we know what the right thing is. And just because somebody doesn't appreciate it or thank us or agree doesn't mean what we've done is wrong. And I said, you know, I understand that, and you're right. And I told him on the phone, I said, thank you very much, because you just inspired me. Uh, (laughs) What we just talked about is going to be a morning mindset episode. And he said, great. And I said, you're welcome, and thank you very much. So if you ever get to that point, and I'm sure if, if you're someone who actually tries to improve your situation, tries to improve the situation in the lives of others, uh, if if you're a person that does anything other than just the you know the generic cookie cutter, I do what I'm told when I'm told, and I do nothing else. Uh, if you're trying hard, if you're if you're working, if you're attempting to be creative or to educate people, you're probably going to run into these these uh, folks, these Kyles and Karens, who either a uh, don't care or b took a hundred mile round trip. Uh, your journey just to miss the point and it's easy to get frustrated it's like how in the world could i make it any simpler i couldn't possibly make it any simpler but despite that fact we do what we do i do what i do because i know it's the right thing not because i want to uh, not because i expect every single person who hears it to agree with me not because uh I want everyone to agree with me. I mean, it'd be nice if they did, and they actually should, because I am right. But the fact of the matter is, we do what we do because it's the right thing. Not because we're looking for praise, not because we want everyone to agree with us. And we don't stop, and this is the most important point, we don't stop doing the right thing just because someone doesn't agree with us. Because that's the easy thing to do. That's the politically correct thing to do. That is the intellectually lazy thing to do. You, you do your job or you do this or you do that. And, and, but the first, at the first sign of pushback, you're like, oh, not everyone likes this? Well, we better quit. That's the weak world that we live in. And I don't want you to be a part of that world. So as you go about your day, or your week, your month, your year, I want you to keep that in mind. We do what we do because it is the right thing. And that's why we do it. Not because we want praise, not because we want every single person to agree with us. You do what you do because you know in your heart that it's the right thing to do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Paul Markle, and I will talk to you again real soon.
0: Thank you for spending time with us today. To get show notes submit a topic request, and for more from your host, Paul G. Markle, visit MorningMindsetPodcast.com. That's MorningMindsetPodcast.com. Please leave a review for this podcast on your favorite podcast player. We appreciate your time and effort, and we look forward to reading your honest feedback. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.